Hello, Searchers. Thank you for joining us today and tuning into a special episode of the MeSearch podcast. Before we get started, please note, this is a trigger warning. The central topic of this episode is focused on Roe v. Wade. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. Hey, me searchers. Hey, me searchers. Hi. Hey, me searchers. Okay, so we are here today um, to have a serious conversation, and we would like to invite you all to join us in the reflection and in the seriousness of the moment. Let me lead this off by asking... How are you feeling today, Crystal? So it's been, what, five days since the overturning of Roe v. Wade? Mm -hmm. Today is June 29th. Happened on June 24th. I'm still feeling it. I still feel heartbroken and fucking pissed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To say the least. Let's give our listeners a little bit of context because I don't know that uh, very many folks who are outside of the country may be familiar with Roe v. Wade and kind of what is happening in current events. But um, basically Roe v. Wade was, it's something that has triggered a lot of debate of like pro-choice versus pro-life and whatnot and like women's rights and human's rights. But effectively what happened several days ago was that uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned and there's there's now a ban on abortions. Do you want to add to that, Crystal? I don't know if I articulated that. Um, yeah. Um, they have given the states control over whether abortion is accessible to women or folks who can birth. Mm -hmm. So um, in California, where we live, abortion is still legal. Um, California has is still dedicated to a woman's right to reproductive health and choice of how they go about that. Um, About half the state's Uh, We're ready to have a complete ban on abortions. So once um, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, it gave them the power to completely take away that right from women and people who can birth. So regardless of what your reasons are for needing an abortion, if you are raped... If you have experienced incest, if you just don't want to have a baby for whatever reason, economical or whatever, you are not allowed to in specific in specific states. And we used to have that the land of the law, the law of the land was that everyone had that right. And now we don't. And I don't give a fuck. I do not give a fuck what you believe. You can believe in whatever you want to believe. Roe v. Wade was created to protect our constitutional right of bodily autonomy and our right to practice whatever religion, whatever, to have that freedom, our freedoms, to be a full human. But we all know that (laughs) <laughs> we all know that when that document was written, they did not have people in mind. There is, there is. Yeah. Um, very specific people in mind. Very specific people in mind. And if you go back, if we go back, and I'm not trying to say that I'm a fucking constitutional a- analyst or I know everything that is said in the Constitution, but what I do know, what I grew up learning in this country is that everyone has freedom. Everyone has freedom. But there is a there's a clause of course that there's like people who are three fifths of person three fifths of a person and mm-hmm. we all know that they were 
um, talking about black people. Yeah. Um, so they were not included in um, <laughs> in let the rights. Look, let me look it up. Yeah, Is let's it the look Bill that of up. Rights or the um, three fifths clause, three fifths compromise of the Constitution, three fifths clause of the Constitution. The three fifths clause dictated for the purposes of representation in the House of Representatives, African American slaves were to be counted as less than full persons. So they had to add that because the expectation, like the lens in which the U.S. Constitution was viewed and written, like in its inception, was specifically for folks who were basically the white men of society. They had to actively like enter that clause in to be like, oh, let's actually make sure that we include people. So I think to the to to your point to like the takeaway for like the inception of the constitution. It's like, it's, it wasn't, it's an, it's an old ass document that was made for like white people, white men, white men. White, cis, het, Christian men. Which is ironic because this, this, uh, the country was founded on like religious freedom. Yes. Religious freedom and like freedom in general, autonomy, as you said, but it's like, autonomy for who? Freedom for who? Freedom for who? Again, nothing is real. <laughs> yeah. Like, humans nothing... are so odd. We just make shit up. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. And, like, you read in cast that, like, they're just like, oh, let's just pick this thing so that we stay on top. Yeah. Yeah. So, cast, the book that Crystal uh, recommended to me, which I read, which is, which is super good. Um, is by Isabel Wilkerson sitting yes. on my desk, but um, I think we could, we both highly highly recommend it. You highly recommend it. You highly recommended it to me, and I also can co-sign on the book. But basically, every every society, well, maybe not every society, but like um, societies in which there is a caste system, the U.S. included, there's going to be levels in which somebody is always going to be um, oppressed. There's always a group to oppress and these characteristics are like arbitrary skin color arbitrary <laughs> arbitrary all caps all caps <laughs> yeah like things that human beings just made up to easily identify groups so that we know as a society um maybe unconsciously or consciously that there is a group that will always be oppressed, and there was there's always a group um, at the top that like retain that particular society's privileges, and then folks in the middle they just like fight with each other and like actively maintain the system to make sure they're not at the bottom. Yeah. Anyway, back to the topic <sighs> at hand: the Constitution and basically the history of the United States. It's like actively, it has actively oppressed groups of people, marginalized people. And and today in current events, it's like very glaringly true that um, the system is working to maintain that women are not at the top, to maintain that like cishet men are at the top. And we had a conversation about this several days ago on Kumu, and I feel like it deserves its own like little stand stand. Alone episode. Yeah, thank you for everybody to give for giving us space to do that on Kumu. Thank you to to everybody listening to this episode net right now. I think um, I think what we're trying to do, at least for myself, is just have an opportunity to think about what is happening, um, reflect on what that means for me, my friends, and family, and my community. My question for you is: What does what does this mean for you? And maybe what does this mean for you and your immediate friends, family, and community? Mm. I woke up that day and I was in disbelief, but not disbelief. You know, like we all saw this coming because yeah. we saw a lead up to um, the complete overturning of this this right. Um, seeing it in different states like Texas and Florida and many other states, we know who you are. But I was still in disbelief. 
I still am in disbelief and mm-hmm. again also not. It's just this weird fucking space of like It's yeah. shocking but not surprising. Yeah. And I know it's even more so now through all the work that we've been doing and the conversations that we've had and the work that I've been doing personally, I know that I'm worthy of everything and that I'm worth a lot and that I am powerful. But the powers that be and the the way that the system has worked in all of these facets and they, this is all connected. Okay. All of, Mm -hmm. all of this, all of the issues that we are, that people on the progressive side are fighting for that have been um, all the issues that they have been fighting for ending racism, capitalism, um, trying to dismantle the patriarchy, all of everything, right? The, the prison system, everything. These are all connected. These are all like departments, if you will, mm-hmm. <laughs> departments of this huge system that is trying to oppress us. There are departments, y'all. But they're all working under one thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's a good analogy. Yes. There's departments. And I, I think also it reminds me that all of these things work together. They might not necessarily explicitly, like, say what the mission is. Or, mm-hmm. like, they might not know what the goal is. But the systems are in place. Like, when you're participate, when you get a new job, when you participate in the organization... You don't know everything about it, but you're you're still a worker bee in that system that is doing something. Yeah. 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 Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. No, no, no. That you're was like fine. a really good analogy. Oh, thanks. That just yeah. It's oh, um for me it feels like that day it felt like a piece of me was like truncated. It felt like a piece of me was invisible yeah it feels like and this is like what you know bodily autonomy is but it feels like my body is not mine and it belongs to the government it belongs to men it is seen as a baby making machine and i'm not a fucking machine women and people who birth are not here to just fucking birth okay (laughs) we are not only here to give life. And that's what y'all are fucking afraid of. You are afraid of women's power because, because we are actual life force. We can actually, yes, carry life. We can carry a baby that can go out into the world and be a human and continue to potentially serve the fucking system that y'all created. And to that, I say, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Fuck you all. And I'm fucking serious. And I know that I'm using the effort a lot and I'm not trying to just like emphasize or like, you know, but... Fuck, I am outraged. (laughs) Can I ask you a difficult question? Yes, always. So like what, what would you say to somebody who might be listening to this or to somebody who might, who might be in favor of like the overturning of like Roe v. Wade? Like, what might you say to somebody who's like, but if there is life inside you, why would you want to abort that life? Like, what what is the counter narrative to that? That's none of your business. <laughs> That's fucking none of your business. Go ahead and believe what you want to believe, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I do not care. But now I actually care. <laughs> mm-hmm. I care that you are trying to push your beliefs on me. And I don't agree with you. Mm -hmm. But you can do you and I can do me. Okay? Like, I know that there are a lot of people and I there are a lot of family members that I know 
who do not believe in abortion, whether because they are Catholic or Christian or like a sect of Christianity, whatever. I am no longer Catholic. I am no longer Christian. I am saying that today Mm -hmm. because we started off me search and I said that I was Christian. And then a few episodes ago, I said I was omniest. Mm-hmm. But it is really fucking hard for me to respect the Christian faith right now. Mm-hmm. It is really hard for me, y'all. And I, on Saturday, I tuned into church, the church that me and Mike have been going to. And I was searching Like you went for to an actual, you went to the Yes, church? I used to go to this church. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And I was really hoping because this church has, it made me believe in Christianity again Mm -hmm. or parts of it and just nothing, just crickets, just Mm. right down the middle, like respect everyone. Okay. Tell us how to do that. Please tell us how to do that because you're not saying it straight up. Mm-hmm. You're not. And for my Christian friends and family who are listening, I know this is hard to hear because it is, it is your religion and it is your practice that I'm attacking right now. But rightfully so. Because your religious beliefs have infiltrated this system and not that it wasn't already infiltrated, but to the point where you are saying that I'm not human. I'm not a whole human. I'm just here to like feed the system and give you another human. Regardless of how that affects my health, regardless of how that affects my wallet Regardless of how that affects my career mm-hmm. or any of my dreams, you are telling me that I am only here to procreate and to reproduce and that my, none of, none of the other things that make me a whole human fucking matter. And I, if you believe, if you're a Christian who believes that I am a whole human, regardless of what your practice says. You need to go get your people. You need to go get your people. And also <laughs> look at yourself and see what you are doing to either encourage the dehum- dehumanization of my life Or if you want me to be free, and if you want me to actually be myself and feel loved and cared for and that I matter and that my existence, that that God chose me to have existence here and that it fucking matters. Because y'all are fucking quiet. Quiet. And I need you to stand up. Because this hurts. And that's that. And I know that I'm hurting people's feelings. I understand. But my humanity is on the line. And so is so many people. So many lives here. So many women. So many trans men. So many people who have uteruses. Uteri. And it sucks. And it hurts. And it makes me angry and devastated because people are going to lose their lives over this. People are going to lose their lives. They're going to lose their livelihood because they cannot provide in the way that they can. Or It doesn't even fucking matter. It is none of your business. <sighs> Believe what you want to believe. Just leave me the fuck alone. And that's how it constantly feels. Being berated that I'm not Christian enough or like I'm just not Christian now. You know, why do I need to be Christian? Why do I need to feel like I'm a woman and 
my only job is to have kids. Also, please do not tell me to have kids anymore or that my time is running out. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to have kids. Hear me. I do not want to have kids. And if you are taking away the right for me to not live a life that I want, fuck you. It, this is not safe. This is not safe. This is not right. All of this is not right. And guess what? Mm-hmm. I, I did research on religions that do not support reproductive rights. Guess who's on the list? It's just Christians. It's just sects of Christianity and Hinduism. But I don't see Hindu people saying, hey, um, you need to be Hindu and um, you need to just pump out babies. So check that. Again, I know that I'm coming from a place of anger and being upset And I know that folks who are Christian here are like, oh my God, this is just really maybe aggressive the way that I'm talking. But please, everyone has been trying to say, has been asking for you to respect our space. We've been asking for a long ass time. So now we're at the point and I'm at the point where I've had completely enough. I am, I am past my grace period. And we just talked about this on Kumu. Do not fuck with my grace. I extend it. I personally extend it. Once you've hit that fucking wall, it is hard for me to come back. And I'm at that point where like, I, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do in this country because I'm not Christian anymore, because I'm brown, because I'm woman. I'm a woman. Why do I have to keep on fighting for my fucking rights every damn day? Why can't I just fucking live? You know, over the last few days and like after having talked with you um, offline and online and on this um, on this episode it's given me a lot of opportunity to reflect and think on my own like life and what I'm doing to like support you and my friends and and people in my life and it's it's interesting because I I struggled in the last few days to think of like why would why would this be important to me as an individual mm-hmm. but i think the trouble with that and maybe the lens that um i came with is one that a lot of people in the us and in western society use and it's very individualistic and it things don't have to be about me to matter so I I would say to folks who are listening, who are thinking like, why should I even continue listening to this episode? Or why is this episode important? Um, maybe think about the folks around you and less about maybe yourself. Um, because maybe that just means you have more privilege in this country. Yes. And I have to I have to grapple with that too, because I think when we we talk about a lot of what we talk about on this particular podcast, you know it's a, it's with a lens of like, what does it mean to be brown and Filipino? Um, so I come with a lot of experience in that area, but I don't know what it means um, to be somebody in your shoes. Like I could never know truly what that lived experience is like, and it it hurts me to see how you are feeling. Um, but I, I can see how folks struggle with understanding your point of view because they haven't lived in your shoes, 
But I think what folks need to do is just try to practice a little bit of empathy um, and trust what people are saying when they when they say that it's important. Yes. Even if it's not important to you. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, we've we've been trained to just like stay in our own lane and just like just keep our head down and just like do what you got to do. But that's also part of it, you know? Yeah. They want us to be apathetic to everyone else. They want us to just be like, I'm not going to care unless it directly affects me. Yeah. Like thinking about the caste system, like mm-hmm. calling back to Isabel Wilkerson's book and the framework that she's using. It's like, if, if, if something doesn't matter to you, that means the system is working and you're in a tier of humanity that is oppressing another group. And there are people suffering around you and you may not know until they come to you, but you know, that doesn't mean that just because you are unaware doesn't mean that the issues exist or that the issues don't exist. Yeah. This affects any person you know with a uterus. Yeah. Your mom, your cousins, your sisters, your friends, your aunties, your lolas, anyone who has a uterus. Think of all those people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people in your life with less rights than they had before Friday. Yeah. And they are, um, they're talking about rolling back other like human rights. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, okay, we took this away. What else can we overturn? Yeah. Um, and we we had our friend Patrick in our Kumu uh, our Kumu session several days ago, and he had mentioned this. You may not be directly affected by the overturning of Roe v. Wade, but you're next. <laughs> if you're not a if you're not a uh, rich white male cis in this country, like your your rights are next like they're just yeah. going down the list le- they're just going down the list um yeah. and it really is about like power and control in this country less about it's less about like the life like it's less about human life it's seemingly more about like keeping people who are in power in power yeah yes. because think about also the folks who are disproportionately affected by the overturning of Roe v Wade it's like People who are in the lower, uh, lower castes or like low, lower like social classes, right? Because if what does it mean to 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 be forced to have a child? It's like a, a huge economic impact for folks who are already economically impacted. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there's like still gonna be abortion in this country. Yeah, like what? Like, what, what do you? Like it's you stupid. <laughs> it's like when alcohol was alcohol was illegal at one point, right? Freaking, there are speakeasies everywhere. There were speakeasies everywhere. Marijuana was illegal at one point, and like people were still doing it. Yeah, and like it gets me into the like this black mirror mindset of like there are behaviors activities and substances that feel arbitrarily illegal. It's like, why? Like one day yesterday it was legal today. It's not legal. Yeah. And okay. So also let's, um, let's legalize marijuana because now white people are, um, are now profiting off the marijuana industry, but like, let's totally, you know, keep all, the people of color who were jailed for having just like a little itty bitty piece of weed in their car. Yeah. Like the incarceration of, of like people of color because of marijuana is very disproportionate 
to like the actual people who are using and profiting. Um, Is it not already fully legal? It's not legal in all states. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. But um, yeah. Yeah. It's like as soon as you can monetize something, then it becomes like back on the table. Okay. As soon as rich white people can monetize something. It's like, yes. let's make it easier to make more money. Okay, let's let's legalize this behavior that was actually illegal just a couple years ago. And we've already jailed so many people and ruined so many lives. <sighs> Follow the money. Where is the money? Yeah. It'll tell you a lot. It'll tell you a lot about why they're, the rules are the rules and the laws are the laws and the system is the system. Follow the money. Who holds it? Who has control of it? Hmm. Hmm. Think, hmm. think, think. Think, think, think. think, think. think. I. <sighs> Nothing is real. Like you, I've, I've been saying that more and more every day. Like ever since I heard you say that. Like shit doesn't, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. That's why nothing is real. Yeah. But like nothing is real, but everything matters. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, oh my god. No- yeah. Yes. That's that's an additional thing that I just added to like that idea in my brain and I wrote it down in my notes. Nothing is real, but everything matters. Are we is that what we're gonna call this episode? <laughs> <laughs> nothing sure. Nothing is real, but everything matters. Um so, can you elaborate yeah. on that? Yeah, everything matters. Okay, so like our our conversations, they matter because we're in the process of deconstructing and chipping away at dismantling systems and exposing systems to our listeners that keep these things that aren't real, real. Mm. All these yes. little, all every little thing matters. So where you, where you, where you spend your money, we need to spend our money and our time a lot with a lot more awareness and vigilance, so that we're not feeding the system. So um, I don't know. Yeah, hit them where it hurts. Money. Um, Something that um, I was in either my dance class or my acting class, and we were talking about this, and it's like, how how can we make change? Um, and they talked about hitting it, hitting them in their wallets, and someone brought up, what if all women just stopped working one day or like for a week? Tell me how the country will survive. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. And and in Iceland, because um, a couple of um, uh, my classmates are from Iceland and they said, yeah, we, the women striked. I don't, I didn't get to look up what they were striking for, but they all striked and whatever they needed to fix was fixed. So should we all just like stop working? I don't know, maybe. Maybe we say, hey, we're not going to birth any babies. Oh, maybe they were already on to us, and that's why they're saying you must have the babies. <laughs> yeah. the um, You know what I mean? There was one, yes. And, and it reminds me of, like, one, like, birthing bodies for labor, and also mm-hmm. birthing bodies for the purposes of maintaining... Like the majority, yes, and keeping yes, the, and keeping keeping those who are at the bottom even more fragile than they already are. Yes, um, I, I forgot who said it, but there was a woman, or she like teaches social, um, maybe sociology or like race relations, but she's the one who did like the blue eye brown eye experiment. Do you know what I'm talking Jane about? Elliot. Jane yes. Elliot. Yes. So she, there's a clip that I saw where she was explaining that. Um, one of the reasons or one of the strategies that people in power implement 
or recommend to implement to keep their group in power, white people, Uh um, is to make sure they retain the majority in the population. And the way they do that is to ban abortion because it keeps, it keeps the, like the white majority, like it ensures that people will continue to birth babies. Um, but they're like less economically impacted Mm-hmm. And they can also have access to safe abortions, like, on the down low. Yes. Um, whereas folks who are in, like, the bottom r- bottom rungs of, like, the social ladder of society, like, they are more economically disadvantaged and they they won't have opportunities to have access to, like, safe, like, reproductive health care um, on the down low if they so need to or want to. Um, and then they will be forced to either, like, um, take care of another human life, which will economically disadvantage disadvantage them further, and like keep them from moving up in power. Yeah, and, like I'm I'm sure there's more to it, but like she was explaining all that it has a lot to do with power and control. Yes. Yeah. Fuck all. The Supreme Court justices who fucked us over. There's just, there's, we can go on talking about this forever. And I, I know we're like a little bit all over the place in this conversation, but this is a very, this is a conversation and it's a messy conversation because there's a lot, there's so much to it because it's all connected. Mm-hmm. And all of these other, Facets, um, IVF, contraception, gay marriage. The Supreme Court just passed that, um, prayer is now allowed in public schools. What the fuck? Can Muslim prayers be accepted? I'm pretty sure that's not part of, part of what you were wanting, Supreme Court. Uh, they took away Miranda, you cannot sue a police officer now if they don't, uh, say your Miranda rights. Anything can be used against you now in the court of law, and they don't need to say that. Why? Why? That shit's scary. It's scary. They're literally eviscerating, one, all of the work that folks have been doing for, like, 50 years. They're rolling back on um, the little bit of liberties that we had as people of color, as just free citizens of the United States. We are under a heavily surveilled and policed country. What freedoms do we actually have, y'all? Just curious what you think that is. Because I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know anymore. And I, I hate it. And 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 I just hate it. Yeah. Um, it's about that time. Oh, God. To end. Um, and I'm sorry, everybody. This is a somber conversation. This show is complex. We are human beings. Human beings are complex. Society is complex. All of what we talk about is hard to digest sometimes. But we hope, I hope that um, this is something we can listen back to over and over again and just like think deeply about like how this country and the systems at play are impacting you, whether you know it or not. Um, And also how it's impacting the people next to you. (laughs) Yes. And this is. I, I, I want to say that this is not an isolated um, 
an isolated situation because there there are other countries in the world, a few other countries, not a lot, who have outlawed abortion, the Philippines being one of them. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. It's not legal in the Philippines to have abortion. But I want to just pose a question of how the systems not only live here in the United States, but how they also live around the world and how the United States being the stupid center of <laughs> how the world runs or whatever, how it is affecting other countries as well. What we do here in the United States, just like how this one right has been taken away is affecting many. The United States as one like entity. Yeah. Also affects the rest of the world. So be careful about what you are supporting because it also affects everyone throughout the globe. This is still imperialism and capitalism, fucking patriarchy, all of that. All of that is, is, is continuing and progressing these ideologies and these practices, and it will eventually infiltrate and influence other people around the country or around the world. Mm-hmm. So be careful about what you are doing. It affects everyone. This is a ripple effect, yes, in the United States, but this could be, this has always been what we do in the United States is a ripple effect in every area of this globe. So just remember that again. And I want to say, boo, don't say sorry that it's a somber conversation. You don't have to be sorry for that. Okay. This is, this is, this is it, y'all. This is reality. We don't have to be sorry for reality. Okay? This is the reality. And we don't have to be sorry for it as marginalized folks, for damn sure. Mm. Oh, yeah. And Yeah. Yeah. And this, yes, this conversation is uncomfortable. But taking it back to Filipinos and, like, how we are so uncomfortable to talk about things, this is part of the reason, like, a, a very small reason why this is all also happening. Because we have been quiet. We have been apologetic for our existence here. And we cannot. Shit. Ain't that the fucking truth? Yeah. So if you want to say something, boo, you fucking say it. I love you. I love you. And I love all of you. And I know that I am really upset at my Christian brothers and sisters because the silence is 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 loud and has ultimately has taken part of the removal of my rights and my livelihood. So please, please think about what you are placing your allegiance to. Really think about if Jesus, Jewish, Brown Jesus. What would he actually do? He was not for a marriage of religion and the state. There was definitely a separation, I feel, in what he believed. And that culmination is why he died. (laughs) Okay? Oh, shit. Yeah. So you are doing the same fucking thing that he was against. If you are not actively trying to just even learn about this, where is your love for me if you say that you love me? Where is your love for your neighbor if you're telling, um, if you're telling a gay couple that they cannot get married or how they should have sex? Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> just, just stop. Just fucking stop. Stop. 
Stop to think. Stop to think. I, you know, I know that we're at the end of this, but like something that, that like I'm thinking about is, is how, um, psychologically when we're indo- indoctrinated so early in life. Yeah. Into like very rigid rules and rigid ideologies, our critical thinking skills are out the fucking window. Yes. Because we're just, (laughs) yeah, we're just susceptible to like, okay, that's just the truth. No, please, please think about it. Like, think, at least think about it. Like, if you want to hold on to like your faith, yes. Okay, cool. But think about what that means for, for me and for others. Yeah. And how maybe you can adapt and like rethink how you approach the good book. And I, I, I don't want to leave without um, urging, asking, pleading for that, that reflection. That's one thing. Two, if this upsets you in any way, shape or form. Please go beyond the news and pick up a book. (laughs) Pick up a book and learn about, I don't know, the vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Pick up a book and learn about my uterus. Yeah. Where you once lived. (laughs) Okay? I'm laughing, but it's like, that shit is so true. (laughs) Yes. Because I think folk, I, there are grown-ass, grown-ass adults, <clears throat> grown-ass adults who are making decisions about. Yes. Like they have, a, they have a fully formed opinion based on information they do not know. Yes. And guess what? I just want to say I have been shamed. I have been ashamed of my body for so fucking long and about my vagina, my vulva, my clit, my uterus. Hear me say vagina, vagina on this podcast. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Vagina. Why are we vagina, so vagina. afraid of a fucking word? Why are we so afraid of this anatomical piece of my body? Why can't we just say vagina? Vagina. Clitoris. Labia. 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 Fucking normalize it. There's no... I should not feel afraid to say the pieces of my body. But I have been taught that, ooh, shameful. Ooh, don't say that. Ooh, cover up. And the more that we... And where did I learn? Oh, I was listening to We Can Do Hard Things. The more shame we have of our body, the more detached we are from our own body. I think something to that effect. Mm -hmm. We are out of our body. We must be in our body. We must claim our body. We must be proud of our body. I have a vagina. I have a clitoris. I have a labia. I have labia. I look at your vagina, ladies. It's okay to do so. (laughs) This is a whole like other conversation, but like, (laughs) please learn about our bodies. Please pick up a book about how women have been oppressed. Go read Bell Hooks. Get yourself educated beyond your phone. If you want to make some change, please do not wait to vote. Please do not wait, have to wait until it's election time to vote for someone and something. Do the work. There are people doing this work every day. Please go find them, seek them out, and see what you can do to support them. Here's a couple of organizations you might want to, like, look into. Gabriella USA. We had Gabriella USA come on the show when, or on our Instagram live, when um, Asian hate was on the rise. Great organization to get involved with. You can also follow Sister Song. Go see what they're about. They're all about um, reproductive freedom. And yes, go 
Go see what's up. See how you can help. We cannot just sit here and I know that I'm sad and I've been like wallowing. But we cannot wait anymore. We have waited long enough. We have waited long enough and look where we are. We, we must be urgent. We must have a sense of urgency to fix this shit. It's not as helpful if we're just looking at the headlines mm. and, or if we're waiting for election day. Yes, election day is very important. I, I absolutely agree with that, but we can't wait for that day. We have to put in the work. So please, 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 I beg of you all. We are on a very scary, scary trajectory. And we've been very quiet, especially as Filipinos, for a little too long. And let's acknowledge all the Filipinos who have been organizing. But we really have to come together. Because shit's going down, y'all. For real. Okay, so as we close, if you got something to add to the conversation, at Me Search Podcast on all social media platforms, follow us on everything, um, and, you know, connect, slide into our DMs, and let us know what's up. Yes, this was, um, thank you for listening, y'all. This was a lot more ranting and a lot more feelings. And allow yourself to feel if you're feeling the rage that I'm feeling. Um, yeah, so thank you all for, for listening to a lot of my feelings and um, continue to get your facts on with those books and... Uh, learning from organizations. Um, but yeah, I appreciate the time for me to just be on here and rage. Let's rage, y'all. <laughs>